0: We have a wonderful guest who's here in the studio with us. We were just talking with Lydia Nibley, and now we're back with Chris from Fearless Journey. He is yes. the star of the film that we've been talking about. Very excited to have him here. Sort of wish you guys had been here during the break, because mm. already Nancy
1: and I have we've learned, learned so something. much from Chris. Yes, we were uh, talking about rushing, and I think it's epidemic these days, and then there's the Christmas holidays. Yes. We're rushing, rushing, rushing. And... Chris, you said something very profound. Can you tell us again what you told us about being in a hurry?
2: If you're in a hurry all the time, it means you're in a hurry to get to your grave. Life's too short.
1: And and he said that, and
0: Nancy and I both kind of just stopped everything that we were doing. The light bulbs came over our heads, and we were like, "Ah, oh, yes. Yes, yes, Thank you, Chris, yes, for being here today yes. to recenter us and, right, and be right. with us."
1: Yeah, uh, we, and we want to hear about you. We heard from Lydia about the film. Um, can you tell us how you see your autism at this point in your life, Chris?
2: Um, I see that it's a lot more understood than it, than it used to be. Like, even 10 years ago, and um, you know, autism wasn't very understood. And, um, I mean, nowadays, you know, people are less likely to try and take away what I love. You know, people realize that I love travel and that I have this deep passion for the world. And, um, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, everyone would have just tried to take that away from me.
1: So you feel like the world has become more accepting. Of individuals with autism spectrum disorders.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of improvement. There's a lot of room for improvement, but there has been a lot of improvement.
1: Okay,
0: I find that so exciting. And you were saying before that even as a child, everywhere you went, you carried an atlas under your arm, and that you were always interested in in geography. And we heard a little bit from the trailer about the moment at which you decided that you wanted to go and travel. What really was the tipping point for you of why you decided to make it happen? Even with only a little bit of money.
2: Um, well, the tipping point was um, was when I am um, I was chatting with my friend Nora at Starbucks. She used to be a barista there, and um, and I was um, talking to her about travels. And I, for some reason, and I had asked her if she had ever been anywhere, and she was like, Yeah, I went to Europe with my family and all that. And and then I said, You know, my childhood dream has been to go to Australia. And then she was like, Oh, really? I'm going. And then. And I just, I went home that night and I cried my eyes out, and, mm-hmm. and I felt like, you know, every time I've thought about going someplace, I've started to save up money for a week, and then and then I've had the attitude of, oh, I can go to Australia when I'm 30, or I can go when I'm 40, or I can go when I'm 50. and But then um, that was the tipping point, because I had heard so many stories of my friends going places, my friends going to Israel, going to the Bahamas, the Cayman Islands, and now to Australia, my dream place as a child. And um, I even said on the news when I was a child, that I want to go to Australia.
1: Well, I think that's going to happen now, Chris. And uh, You've
0: actually been to Australia. He's yeah. been to Australia.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Where, you've been there, and where else have you been? Because I missed that part of the interview.
2: Yes, um, I've been to 28 countries now in <gasps> six continents. Um, my most recent big trip was Ethiopia, and um, I spent two months in Ethiopia, wow. and everybody was on pins and needles, and and and, um, and I even did a tr- side trip to Somalia. The, you know there's one safe section of Somalia that you can you can visit with a, a modicum of safety
1: it's just it's incredible all the places you've been and places that i might say that most of what people consider neurotypically wired people would never be brave enough yeah adventurous enough or have that quest for knowledge i mean it's just it's amazing everything you've done chris so tell us what your goals are now what what What's next for you?
2: Well, um my goal is to be a fully fledged travel writer and blogger and also to be a public speaker and you know encourage people to get out of their comfort zone. You know cuz you know the vast majority of people nowadays, you know, they get settled into a regular job which, you know, which the majority of those people would see as a dull job. Mhm. And and they and they don't realize underneath the surface that they have a hidden gem like they, they they may be an expert guitarist and not realize it they may be an expert singer or an expert writer and people get into these comfort zones and and um, they um, they have a fear of getting of getting out of it it's like you know I have to have a steady paycheck I have to have
1: right, right.
2: money always coming in and
1: you've got such a great philosophy that's so much more in the present Um. I want to know what this film would make possible for you. You you talked with Lydia, and I heard some of that. It, what what would this make possible for you in your life?
2: Well, it would definitely help me get recognized. It would it would, you know, help them, um, you know, writers and publishers see me, and they realize that I have a talent and I have a passion for the world. And then, you know, they're like, you know, they may see like. Um, Oh, I need somebody to go on an assignment for me to Israel, for example, mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, and they may even understand, you know, he has autism, so his passion is even deeper, you know, he may write, you know, write a story for me in even deeper detail.